Alex, how are you this evening? Good, how are you doing? I'm good. Good evening and welcome to the CASA update for the week of 8-17-2015. So, has anything exciting been happening lately, Alex? Well, there was a big get-together in California this weekend. Oh, I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't there. Um, I, I I burned through all of my vacation days this year, so yeah, um, you did. I, I sat this one out. Um, mm -hmm. Sounds like I made a wise choice. That's enough of that. Um, but uh, yeah, so California uh, is actually um, in the news. Um, yeah. The uh, I just I just saw this email actually. Um, okay. Apparently, last Thursday right about the time I was cranking out our call to action for California, um, right. it was uh, being announced that Wednesday, August 19th, that's right. this Wednesday, mm -hmm. um, the, uh, the hearing will be held for uh, these bills. Um, and the public is, is uh, invited to attend, I believe, and testify. Nice. Um, I have to, I have to bring up my email here. Okay. Um, so, um, yep. Set for hearing Wednesday, August 19th at one thirty PM. Um, and, uh, so yeah. Uh, if you're in Sacramento on Wednesday, around 1.30. I assume there's going to be some uh, announcements as to, you know, where to gather and get organized and um, show up and testify. Right. Uh, I'm just getting home from work and, and getting plugged into this now, so mm -hmm. uh, I'll probably be putting out an update later. Okay. But suffice it to say that's happening this week. And, of course, um, only a couple hundred people have availed ourselves of availed themselves of our service. Um, <laughs> but uh, we do have an active call to action for California. Uh, it takes less than three minutes to send an email to your lawmakers. Uh, there's a, 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 a couple of handfuls of lawmakers that are participating in this public health special session. Um, so it, it doesn't really matter where you live just mm -hmm. go ahead and send an email to these, to your lawmakers. Um, you know, chances are they could be friends with somebody who's going to be involved in this special session uh, and, and everybody talks. So everybody in California should be contacting their lawmakers right now. Uh, and um, <clears throat> chances are that, you know, a vast majority of people are not going to be able to show up and testify. So uh, right. please take take this opportunity to send an email. And I also kind of quietly resurrected the Fight for Your Right to Vape Daily Action Plan and oh, produced, produced a series of uh, pre-filled tweets, which I need to update again okay. uh, today for everybody that, uh, that uh, we got um, Twitter handles for. Okay. <clears throat> um, and for those that don't know, uh, the folks over at Not Blowing Smoke have produced a list of Twitter handles. So if Twitter's your thing, um, get on 
the Twitter horn and send some tweets. Um, if you live in California, it's even better. <sighs> <laughs> Poor California. It's, uh, it's just never ending for them. Yeah. I, you know, and on top of it, they've got some horrible drought and nobody's got any water. Um, yeah, but so, they've got black plastic balls floating all over their reservoir, so that helps. Yeah, that was really interesting. I actually saw an art project, total sidebar here. Um, mm -hmm. There was an art project um, where people were actually covering rivers. Um, and part of the, the way that they were able to produce this was, uh, you know, I think they had to submit some sort of an environmental impact study. And they actually found that it was beneficial because it was creating shade. And so the water from the river was less likely to evaporate. So there was right. a water conservation angle there. Um, mm -hmm. And this is, you know, this is an artist that was, was doing this, um, mm -hmm. I think. I mean, I'm, you can fact check my story here, but um, I, I think that was pretty interesting. So yeah. it's certainly uh, a, a very, I'm sure it would be very expensive to produce something like that, but uh, a lot more aesthetically pleasing than a river filled with black balls. Um, <laughs> it's, you know, this is, this is Los Angeles too, which is the new, you know, all the, the tons of, you know, the art scene in Brooklyn is moving out there. So huh. whatever, um, California. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, good luck, California. Uh, that's enough of that. Um, moving on to okay. um, another state um, that's typically <laughs> a lot more engaged in this issue, uh, Pennsylvania. Um, oh, wow. We've had a tremendous response from Pennsylvania advocates. Um, mm -hmm. Their governor, Tom, or Tom Wolf. Uh, governor Wolf is still pushing a 40% tax on vapor products. Um, uh, this came out the same day last week. Okay. Um, so uh, now is the time for Pennsylvania residents to uh, reach out and send your lawmakers and the governor a, um, a message saying that you oppose his plan to tax vapor products because that's ridiculous. Right. Um, and exactly. so, yeah, there's actually two active calls to action for Pennsylvania. One is a thank you letter to your um, representative in the Pennsylvania mm -hmm. House, and the other is an email to the governor telling him to knock it off. Um, <laughs> so uh, Pennsylvania, get busy, and uh, thanks to everybody in PA that's already taken action. Um, and then the other thing, I lost my email again. Um, <laughs> last week I sent out kind of a, a bit of a rambling update. Um, right. We, so this was the, uh, we have a new FDA call to action that's up. Um, this is, uh, the FDA has Warning labels. Sub, sub, submitted advance notice of proposed rulemaking. Um, and there's some debate within our little group. Should that be ANPR or ANPRM? Because right. rulemaking is one word. So why do you need the M on the end? <laughs> um, sorry, kidding. Uh, I'll be here all week. Don't forget to tip <laughs> the bartender. Um, so, uh, yeah, this, is, this has to do with... Uh, warning labels and child resistant packaging. Mm -hmm. um, I, I should know more about this, but just to grab one point out that uh, sticks out to me, and I right. believe this is actually part of our comment, mm -hmm. um, 
the uh, you know one of the things about warning labels is that you know on one hand they are useful they convey the message that there are ingredients in here that can be toxic and hazardous and can cause death or injury right. that is all important stuff that people should know on the other hand if you're overstating those risks there's an activist kind of element to this and you are actively misinforming people in an effort to dissuade them from using these products and so this is one of our big concerns here is that while it may be appropriate to have some sort of warning about mm -hmm. exposure to nicotine liquid it should be appropriate and you know lists I don't I don't know how I don't, I don't write warning labels for a living so I don't really know uh, you know how much can you honestly fit on a 30 milliliter bottle um, right. telling people what they should do should they come in contact with this liquid um, you know, and we've had people, I, I believe there was, uh, I'm trying not to name names or whatever, but, you know, somebody had posted up a video actually pouring e-liquid on his arm and sitting there for a minute, you know, and this is not like, I, think, I don't know if he was using like 24 milligram or 18 milligram, whatever, um, you know, somebody who accidentally spills a couple of drops of six milligram e-liquid on their arm, you know, some water will take care of that pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. right. But imagine seeing a warning label on that particular product saying, you know, skull and crossbones and, you know. Use goggles and gloves when handling. Yeah, burn your clothes when you're done. Like right. all of this nonsense that that is, that's going too far and that is uh, a concern. So just one example of uh, some topics for you know your comment uh, to right. the FDA on this issue, uh, mm -hmm. and obviously we've um, put together sort of a, an easy, you know, a simple comment. And you know, for those who might want to invest some more time to produce more detailed comment, all of those directions are in our call to action. And um, I believe the deadline is August thirty first. So um, uh, if you're if you're interested in participating in this. Uh, start get out your writing sticks and start writing um, yep. and uh, obviously and then check out our call to action for um, uh, the process by which you can submit your comment um, mm -hmm. there's lot, lots of clickable links and lots of information and we've made this all uh, as easy as we can make it um. yeah. well you're, you're dealing with the federal government they they as much as they say they want to hear from you they don't exactly make it um, very easy so you, you actually need these kind of calls to action with the links and the showing you have to put it in a word document sometimes it's 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 a little challenging yeah this isn't like the legislative advocacy that we have spent a lot of time on this year um, right. you know very much like the, the the first FDA call to action um, well the first second, third, fourth, fifth, I don't know, we, we're probably <laughs> up to six on this issue or more. Um, but uh, yeah, there, there's, um, there is no point in click advocacy to the FDA stuff. Um, they're, they're, you know, it, it's, it's a different kind of policy making and, and they are, you know, 
the, the theory, anyway, is that they are looking for substantive comments and, and important points that they're going to look at and rehash and discuss and do whatever it is that they do with it. And hopefully it, it informs their policy in a, a way that benefits us. Um, fingers crossed, you know, because that works out so well. Um, but uh, No comment. <laughs> um but uh yeah it's just you know i don't know i don't want to dissuade no, I, I don't think i don't think people should should be discouraged either but i i do think there's there's a point um who do you really think they've gotten to regulate tobacco products do you know what i mean uh there's a certain subset of people and, you know, maybe it's not entirely useless to try to talk to them. I mean, I don't know. We tried talking to the World Health Organization, and I've got to say I was surprised when the actual architect for the Framework Convention on Tobacco Control came out strongly in favor of, of tobacco harm reduction. That was a surprise to me. That mm -hmm. wasn't something I had ever expected to happen. So, um you know, the unexpected can happen, you know, so you might as well take a shot. You've yeah. got nothing to lose. And, you know, at the very least, share your story, I guess, yeah. is um, probably, you know, there are tons of people out there who are motivated to take action. And a lot of this science stuff is, uh, this sciencey stuff is a little bit beyond me a lot of the time. So, um, right. you know, at the very least, you know, just tell the FDA that, you care and you don't want to lose access to these products and you want people to have accurate information. That's, uh, that's enough. Yeah. So, um, and then at the end of our, you know, call to action, just we'll, t we'll tell you how to submit that comment too. So, yeah. um, anyway, check out our FDA call to action, our most recent FDA call to action. <laughs> There's and, so uh, many of them. I'm yeah. sure there'll be plenty more. Um, yeah. <laughs> Um, the other thing that went out in that update is a uh, survey that we have vetted. Um, I haven't taken the survey myself, but um, it, it's, it's relatively simple. Um, the title of it is Your Perceptions and Experiences of Using Electronic Cigarettes. Right. Um, this is something that was produced by the Center for Drug Misuse Research mm -hmm. um, and uh, our scientific uh, officer, Carl Phillips, um, and some others on our board of advisors, I think, uh, took a look at this and said, this is fine. And so we're, you know, we're comfortable putting this out to our membership to participate in. Um, right. And uh, it's, it's a very brief survey. So uh, the link will be in the description uh, notes for the podcast and you can click on that and go take a survey. Yeah. Um, and so those are the two uh, big kind of new bits. Um, and, of course, the uh, support HR 2058. 2058. <laughs> yep. And uh, tell your story. Um, you know, we are continuing to collect stories for people that have had success with uh, smoke-free products and electronic cigarettes. And, uh, yeah, it's an important collection that we can point lawmakers to, policymakers, um, right. people who might be on the fence about these products, no matter what position they're in. 
Mm -hmm. um, and uh, we should have tens of thousands of these things. So, I agree. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. That's. Thank you for coming on tonight, Alex. Um, thank you for everything you do. Um, if you've not already joined CASA, please join us. Um, you can go to CASA.org and do that. Um, you can also find a link on the CASA.org front page to share your story. Um, your testimonials are very important. They are how we tell lawmakers that these products do actually help people and change their lives. Um, if you've not joined in on the conversation, you can join us on Twitter at Casa Media, YouTube at Casa Media, Instagram at Casa Media, uh, Google Plus as Casa.org, um, and Facebook on the We Are Casa page and the official Casa.org Facebook page. Um, thank you for everything you do and thank you for listening. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Have a nice night. Thank you, Alex. Thanks.